2: Time now for the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast, presented by Dom's Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes, yes,
3: <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Welcome in its balloon party, driven by Montana St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota. 101 ESPN on YouTube. I feel like this shirt is the one that brings out my eyes the most. It's a really good one. Yeah. I like it. I like me a lot. Yeah. Bad boy. Text in 314 399 Air Comfort Service text line. Uh, talk it over on the YouTube chat, because my understanding is the TMA listeners are now interacting with the 101 ESPN listeners, and everybody's getting along wonderfully. Yeah, it is. It's a wonderful- So you go in there and you peek, but you don't interact. You're you're above talking to the, what you call them in commercial breaks, the proletariats. Yeah.
0: I always use big words like that. Um I look in there, and yeah, uh, I'm kind of a voyeur. Like, I just look, and I don't really interact, Mm -hmm. but I do see what's going on there, just to make sure everyone's playing nice. Oh. And for the most part, outside of a few, many uh, examples, it is. It's just wonderful. It's a great place to be.
3: It's wonderful to see the people getting to know each other. Right. Uh, Jackson, you know what I just discovered? What's that? I'm a Matt Rocchio lemming. You just discovered. Well, we're both St. Gabriel kids. Right. I suppose maybe think that you were. You know, one's Italian, one's Irish. Right. One went to CBC. One went to St. Louis U. High. Right. But despite our differences, we're in lockstep on what we think is going to happen with the Cardinals and the trade deadline, and that is the Cardinals are going to do business with the Orioles and Dodgers. And I said, "Did you give? Did you espouse? Actually, that's what I said. Did you espouse this take on the opening drive?" because we're down the hallway, brag, in a closet on HD2 Radio. Right, doing Next big. to the restroom, where if the urine stream is strong enough, we can actually hear it on the air. So this is, this is kind of the big time. Mm-hmm. That he said, I did espouse said take on the air. And I said, well, then I have to credit you so as to not be accused of plagiarism. Right. Matt Rocchio believing that one, Jordan Montgomery likely to the Orioles, one Jack Flaherty, likely to the Dodgers, and he is using the same cause and effect that I said today on TMA, which is, I think, the fact that Shohei Otani is going nowhere, and that also, an hour or two after uh, the Angels and that report came out on ESPN.com and SI.com, then the Angels go out and get Lucas Giolito and Reynaldo Lopez from the south side of Chicago that that is a great thing for the Cardinals because now you have buyers who may have been waiting to get Otani Mm -hmm. and having some weapons to uh, attract sellers. Well, now they're going to be utilizing those weapons for players that the Cardinals may have, and there's one less player out there to compete over. And that means there's one more buyer in the yeah. Angels. Yep, that's a good call. So I think it's a great thing. And I share Matt Rocchio's opinion. I'm a Matt Rocchio lemming. Uh That uh, I think the, the the Orioles and Dodgers are two teams the Cardinals are going to be doing business with. So that's where I am. So put it in predictionary if you want. I feel like I should get odds on that of some kind. But I don't care.
0: So does Montgomery have to go to the Orioles and Flaherty has to go to the Dodgers? Or can, they, can we switch uh, Matt's
3: through? reasoning on that is that uh, Montgomery knows the division the American League East but I've been but all of my trade research fascination uh, it has seemed to me that the Orioles and Dodgers make a hell of a lot of sense for the Cardinals to do business with um, and then for my uh, my long shot hope of the Cardinals unloading Wilson Contreras I feel like that would be the Yankees so I watch and hope they win games so on the off chance they're like hell we'll do something dumb <laughs>
0: Uh, I'll put it into predictionary. So, right, it's entered. So Jack Flaherty and Jordan Montgomery will not be Cardinals this time next week. Is that the what I'm putting into predictionary?
3: Yeah, but I feel like I should get an extra payoff if they go to a combination of the Dodgers Orioles. Got it. All, All right, right. that's on. in. That's yep. booked. Well, I'm in the process. What else is in predictionary? Anything still live? That's like an evergreen predictionary thing.
0: Uh, Tory Krug will not play another game for the St.
3: Louis Blues. Ooh. I'm in trouble on that one.
0: Yeah. Uh, you hit one for 2023 so far. The Cardinals losing two of three to Detroit, one on Sunday. It won't be business as usual. That was, of course, the Wilson next day Contreras Wilson did. Contreras was going to play outfield. So, uh, yeah. That, that, I think that it, went, yeah. by the way, that was like a 24 hour thing. <laughs> yeah, that that, that was one of stuff. the
3: strangest damn things, I'm telling you. Been yeah. following this organization now for 40 years and waking up and finding Wilson Contreras are going to be a corner outfield. I'm just like, okay. So
0: strange. We had a texture joke on TMA that they're going to turn Wilson Contreras into a pitcher <laughs> 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 for the make I of mean, a starter.
3: <laughs> what in the world? What a what a time! Yeah, that was weak. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going on over the last year. Speaking of which, because I do think it's somehow all related. I really do. I, I you know people have requested. And I'm not just making this up like what people say. You know, people are asking me, yeah. you know, one of those social media so you've moves. seen that move before? Right. <laughs> this really did happen. I think it was done in a public chat so people would be able to see it. Sure. About going back to doing interviews like I did on on my podcast, The Tim McKernan Show, for the first three years or so of that podcast. Um, and I just, I, just to be real blunt, that's just not something that's going to happen in part because of... Uh, of uh, the work that we're now doing um, on Sound Story and the expansion of Sound Story in addition to this show and TMA and and the podcast so it just wouldn't happen but I really would like to sit down with Bill DeWitt III after the trade deadline and not to like yell at him or something (laughs) like that. (laughs) Which would be great. Hashtag hold him accountable. But I really want to have an understanding and I think he would be as transparent as possible as to what the impact of the television situation has been on the team's business. But then at the same time, knowing that they're getting so much criticism, part of me thinks that they would say something about it. And I suppose the only counter to that is the Cardinals are one of the only ones that are still getting the money from Bally's slash Diamond Sports, which then leads me into this story that Diamond Sports, per awful announcing, in just what is an just phenomenal, I mean this is absolutely amazing. Diamond Sports is suing Sinclair over alleged misconduct, and you might go, "What does that mean? Who cares? Well, Sinclair owns Diamond Sports, right, but Diamond Sports is suing Sinclair over alleged misconduct uh, per the Baltimore Sun, Diamond is seeking unspecified monetary damages in the suit. And as alleging misconduct in a variety of ways, the lawsuit accuses Sinclair of receiving about a billion and a half dollars. So, this wasn't like slipped through the back door on Venmo or PayPal. A billion and a half dollars as a result of alleged misconduct, including the fraudulent transfers of assets, unlawful distributions and payments, breaches of contracts, unjust enrichment, and breaches of fiduciary duties. The transactions being challenged go back to 2019. When Sinclair bought the then Fox Sports RSNs from Disney. Disney acquired the RSNs in its purchase of Fox's entertainment assets in 2017, but was forced to divest by the Justice Department in 2018. Diamond is challenging a series of transactions between Sinclair and Diamond that occurred after Sinclair acquired the former Fox Sports regional networks from Disney for $10.6 billion in 2019. Diamond Sports is seeking to vindicate its rights and protect the value of the Diamond bankruptcy estate, including by recovering value from Sinclair that was improperly transferred from Diamond prior to its filing for bankruptcy in March of 2023." Uh, Sinclair, for the record, says they plan to uh, defend itself vigorously uh, and that these uh, uh, charges are uh, unfounded. So I just I can't imagine that that they're just not related in some capacity. For sure. Maybe I'm off. And, And maybe people don't like to hear it because it goes into business and not necessarily like yelling about, you know, a guy wearing a bow tie or something. But. But if you are losing a substantial portion of your top line, then therefore it is going to impact how you manage your expenses, which then gets me back to the John Mazalek press conference last year when he said we're going to increase our payroll. So did something change in October of 2022 leading into when they didn't really do anything (sighs) outside of overpaying for a catcher who now DHs and is on the trade block?
0: My one counter to that would be that the Cardinals are one of the teams who are getting paid by Diamond Sports,
3: but they know that it's not the 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 deal is not going to continue in perpetuity. Sure, sure, but like teams like the
0: Padres, who have had to go over to MLB uh, because Diamond was not paying them, spent like crazy. So right. maybe it's just bad business. It could right. just be and a situation I, I would with bad say that that's bad business.
3: I think that's a case of going okay. There's nobody else in the market. The Chargers are gone. Yeah, the people in San Diego hate on LA, like people in Kansas City hate on St. Louis, even though St. Louis has adopted the Chiefs and a phenomenon. Uh, And, you know, we got the market, so let's win a World Series. Yeah. And now they're sitting there going, oh my God, do we trade Josh Hader and Blake Blake Snell and they're already pulling the plug on this thing.
0: I saw the Hader thing to this morning. I was like, oh boy. That one. That's that's crazy
3: to me. I mean, Steve Cohen can just go okay with right new york He'll but the right. san diego padres that that that's a live situation keep an eye on that one uh with regards to how that impacts that franchise over the next few years you love it in the short term but sometimes you have to pay for it in the long term uh all right your thoughts are welcome plus we have little piddles now sponsored by angry beaver what is today the sports business expose no because there, there is Uh-oh, actually sounds a like amount. somebody's exasperated and is about to give us a disclaimer ladies and gentlemen here is jackson's disclaimer
0: no, it's not a disclaimer at all. Uh, it's called the half and half today, but it's mostly Cardinals discussion just because we're going to be about, what, five days away from the deadline now. So I feel like it's all Cardinals all the time up until that deadline, even though there is some stuff going on in the sports business sphere that I you know, have, could bring up, not necessarily in question form, but can
3: bring up. But can bring up makes it look like I'm twisting your arm. You know, no. the half and half is your creation. I mean, Angry Beaver said, "Give us the half and half." Oh, well, I know. Mention
0: piddles to get five dollars off any pizza. Sure. Uh-huh. And I think that they'll. I think they're going to love this half and half.
3: Is that right? The <laughs> Will Mason win be called up or not? Question that well, leads things off.
0: Well, yeah, they're paraphrasing, but uh, you got the gist of it. <laughs> um, there's there's just some good stuff in there, and I sure. feel like with the Cardinals in the situation, there is. I just would like them to do something so I could have some. So you're more. getting mad. Well, I I like. You know, when you run out of ammo with a gun, it's tough to shoot. When you don't do anything for the Cardinals except play the Arizona Diamondbacks, it's tough to create some questions because mm-hmm. I can't ask if Taro O'Neill is going to get traded again. It's just my ear, my brain's going to fall in Sounds like ear.
3: Jackson's running on empty. Uh, maybe you can right. cheer him up Jackson by texting Brown. in. Yeah, wow, what a coincidence. Three one four three nine 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 six four six, 399 And then you can interact uh, in the YouTube chat. oh sounds like you just took a peek.
0: Someone says, Piddles is completely sold out. Corporate shill. <laughs>
3: I really like it. We're giving away a prize because I just <laughs> immediately
0: we should. That's really funny.
3: Uh, all right, so that's coming up. Uh the Angry Beaver Lil Piddles, half and half mentioned Piddles get $5 off pizza at Angry Beaver. This is Balloon Party driven by Mungan S. St. Louis Acura and Toyota on 101 ESPN.
2: We are right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.
3: Welcome back. This is Balloon Party 101 ESPN. It's driven by Mung and S. St. Louis, Acura and Alton Toyota. And the good news for you is that we're available to be seen on YouTube. Yeah, that's so naughty. Uh, I got this uh, yesterday for a deep dive, and I think it's wonderful. And we will get to whether or not I think Mason Wynn will get called up. Yeah, we'll do that in the next segment. Yeah. But here it is, Jackson. Okay. And you can text in your deep dive requests here because what is it called? A wide birth Thursday? Yeah. Doug Vaughn, now, Doug Vaughn, really Vaughn likes it. insinuates that means what? He thinks that
0: it means that, like, I haven't prepared anything for the show. and We're right. just kind of, like... And like, there are
3: a lot of people who agree with him.
0: What, but the people who agree with him, like, he's misguiding the people. Like, because that's just not true. I've planned out that we have a wide berth Thursday. I can confirm
3: that there is an Angry Beaver Lil Piddles.
0: Right. Half and half. And this whole show is actually scripted,
3: so... It is. I'm I'm reading off a prompter. We're off book. Uh, uh, Deep dive requests. Expanding on the conclusions of 2006 World Championships and 2011 World Championships. By record, yeah, both teams were unlikely champions. But by build... 2006 was still quite a strong team when healthy. It just took a long time to get healthy. Got healthy at the exact right time. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. I got to refine this. Uh, The 2011 team, same idea. That was a well built team that struggled to find a closer and needed pitching depth, which they acquired or established by the deadline. I think the front office's seeming conclusion that anything happens in October underrates the teams they had. In both cases, totally agree. Things would be much different if they won in two thousand four, two thousand five, because those teams were one hundred win teams. Um, I like that. that. That that that's that's a good observation to not focus on the regular seasons that were two thousand six and two thousand eleven. In two thousand six, if memory serves, and this information is available on the internet, I believe was an eighty-three win team. And if memory serves, the two thousand three team that did not make the playoffs had more wins than the two thousand six team in the regular season.
0: I'm gonna take eighty two. I'm gonna take the number eighty two before
3: I open it is up. the number of wins the two thousand six team had. Yes. Boy, you're very confident on that. So you're gonna get me to fold here, even though I'm like going against my memory, which many have said is infallible. It was 83. Of course it was. God, why did I go against myself? Always bet on yourself, Peter. Always bet on yourself,
0: I Peter. I playing the audio of Billy Bob Thornton saying in like the first five minutes of the World Series movie for 2006, and I thought he said 82 games. With Angelina Jolie. Uh, were they still married at that time, mm. six? Were they like mm. like having vials of their blood around their neck? We don't kink shame. Not really kink.
3: It's kind of odd. But I guess we don't fashion shame? We don't blood shame. That's for true. Thank you. And the eighty the two thousand three team had more wins. I'm gonna say eighty five. God, I'm so nervous. They had eighty five wins. Of course they did. Don't bet against yourself, Peter. Don't bet against yourself, Peter. So the two thousand six Cardinals got Ronnie Belliard and he dove. He was bulky. He made a great play in San Diego and they won the World Series. That sums it up.
0: Yeah, you're not wrong. Preston Wilson, too. Yeah, Preston Wilson.
3: Right. Weaves, buh, weaves. Boy, he pitched real well. It was essentially the place people went when they got DFA'd. Yep, and then won a World Series. <laughs> and then won a World Series together. The 2011 Cardinals, when you look at the roster, you go, how in the hell was that team in a spot right. that it needed to go off like it did from late August through the end of the season? Now, one of the things that I feel like has kind of become a false narrative regarding the 2011 Cardinals is that they had this great pitching staff. I don't recall it that way. What I recall is anybody not named Chris Carpenter would get their asses yanked like in the second inning by Tony La Russa. And that was really the beginning of now what you see so often in postseason baseball. And that is managers pulling pitchers super early. Now, Tony La Russa, I don't think was doing it necessarily strategically. I think he was doing it out of need because his rotation well, you know, Listen, they were fine pitchers, but they weren't necessarily guys you're like, well, they're going to be able to dig in and go six innings. You had Chris Carpenter, and then you had Kyle Loesch, Jaime Garcia, and Edwin Jackson. I believe that made up the rotation. Yeah, for the most part. And uh, if memory serves, it was game three against the Phillies. He let Jaime Garcia stick around, and he gave up a home run in the sixth inning to Ben Francisco? God, I'm at 28% confidence level on that.
0: Uh, well, how okay, give me a moment. Well, I mean, the information is available. It's a, it's a long search, but give me a
3: second. God. Can you say it one more time? First off, we're going to go, is Mason Wynn get called up or not? Now we're going to complain about looking up Game 3 box score. Ben Francisco.
0: My loving World Series.
3: No, 2003 NLDS, or 2011 NLDS, Game 3. Jackson, Tyson, Jordan.
0: Game 6.
3: Ball so hard, got a broke clock. That's where it is. Ben Francisco, I'm 28% confidence on this. I would short me on this one. Never bet against yourself, Peter. Never bet against yourself, Peter. Never bet against yourself, Peter. Jackson is on dial-up. I just heard the (laughs) AOL connect. He is now in a chat with a 28-year-old bi-female who's really a 72-year-old plumber from Spanish Lake. All right, he closed that window, and now we have the answer.
0: Are you sure it wasn't
3: Vinny Castilla? (laughs) <laughs> you talk about Vinny Castilla like he had a cup of coffee like Keith McDonald. Vinny Castilla was an all-star with the Rockies.
0: God bless America. So NLDS 2003, game three. <laughs> you said
3: 2003. 2011, game three. Oh, so what are we looking up? Who hit the home run off Jaime Garcia? I'm getting ready to throw this bottle of water, and it's going to be on YouTube. Make a gif. KG in O-Town. Okay, hold on. And it was off Jaime Garcia. Oh, God mighty
0: who was starting the game. First. Brent Francisco hit, yeah, he hit one off of... Of course game he maker. did. <laughs> seventh, seventh inning, two on, two outs. Oh. You said 2003, game three, and then we we're surprised when I was looking that up.
3: <laughs> then cited Vinny Castillo. Well, yeah, who played for the Braves, right? For the Cubs. I believe he left the Rockies. He was part of the Dante Bichette, Larry Walker group. Gotcha. Where guys would give up 12 runs, but then get a quality start and then the Rockies would score 40, and they played at Mile High Stadium, if memory serves. I mean, I just rattle off Ben Francisco, the number of wins the 2011 team had, the number of wins the 2003 team had, and the number of wins the 2006 team had. I feel like I should have some equity right now. I really do.
0: Yeah, you do. Do you, uh, you know who started that Game 3 for the Phillies?
3: Okay, tick-tock, tick-tock. Halliday, Lee... Cole Hamels all day Cole Hamels Roy Oswald yeah. was rally squirrel yeah. game four Halliday. game five I, I listen I'm not comfortable with the power I have I feel like somebody with a better heart could use this brilliant mind or as you call it beautiful mind Russell Crowe Jennifer Conley am I correct on that I think you're right yeah good I'm right. never bet against yourself Peter never bet against yourself should Peter. I just start
0: doing math in the window here that's correct uh, redeem me from the 2003 game three Vinny <laughs> Castilla <laughs> Vinny
3: Castilla, God, what a what a lengthy career he had. He was still raking in 2011. You said 2003. I may three. have misspoke, but I gave you Ben Francisco. You did.
0: I don't. I don't. I don't I, that was the first time I've ever heard Ben Francisco's and name. My life. It might have been life. the last
3: time his name was referenced. Yeah. But Tony LaRusso left Jaime Garcia in, and that was it. Ever from that game forward, he would yank guys right. if they ran into any trouble, unless it was Chris Carpenter. That's the way that it worked. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Point being, the 2011 Cardinal pitching wasn't that great. That is the end of the take. Now, we went and we had a bunch of stops along the way to get home. But you know what? I'm glad we stopped by Vinny Castilla. Yeah, I wouldn't, too. Ben 20, Francisco. 24-year-old Lance Lynn on that team. Young Tyke, that was the phone call game. The bullpen. No, <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, I mean, uh, Lance picked up... <laughs> Lance picked up the phone. <laughs> like, what are you doing? What are you doing out here?
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: that's a that's a strange thing. <laughs> well, it's a great thing that the David Freeze game happened for a lot of reasons. Tony Larusso might be the most grateful though, because the bullpen phone situation is essentially now a footnote to whatever the hell happened in Arlington that night. No, what? No, Lance was out there, and I was like, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> That's so weird. I would say.
0: That's so it? weird. Yeah. It's that just doesn't seem like that happens that often. Well, I think that's because there's more to the story.
3: But either way. Listen, we got Ben Francisco in, and so if you had that on your bingo card, that's a huge win for you. Pedro Bourbon was part of the 2003 team. Esteban Yan, man, sweated a lot. The bullpen was terrible. Steve Klein insinuated that Tony was just putting those guys in there to piss off the front office to show him that this is what you've given me. And then if he wouldn't have done that, they would have gone to the playoffs. In 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003, 2004, 2005, 2006. And fewer teams got into the playoffs then, Jackson. You hear me? Fewer teams. Yeah. That's seven straight years ago into the playoffs, and most of those were division titles. But the team that many of the guys who were on a lot of those teams said was the worst of all of those teams was the one that won the World Series, which then leads us to our thesis, which was the start of the deep dive, which is the Cardinal front office now goes, well, you just get in the tournament and anything can happen. And what this person is saying is, in reality, those teams are really good teams, and you're overvaluing anything can happen because those were really good teams. But the thing that I would point out is that who started Game One of the 2006 World Series? You know the answer to this because you're Johnny 2006. John Anthony Reyes. That's correct. Who started Game Two? Bo Weaves. Correct. And yeah, not great. Thank not, you.
0: Not, not optimal in the uh, starting pitching. So department. that's
3: that's the thing. It's like kind of you you, go, you hold that up and you go, oh, okay. 2011 World Series. I already presented you the pitching rotation. You're not going to go, oh, wow, Kyle Loesch, Jaime Garcia, Edwin Jackson. I of knew course. That. Yeah. You know, you had Chris Carpenter, who fortunately got to start three games. Yeah, he's a horse. And down in Dallas, they believe the Cardinals lied about the rain delay. Mm, really? Oh, yeah. They think that that was a scam. Scams and flams. Scams and flams. Yeah, well, they can shove it. Wow, Jackson digging in on that one uh, so there it is um, yeah I think it's a fair question I think it's a great observation that those teams were better than perhaps we realized but the regular season records weren't that great and so they're not held in the highest esteem uh, for their regular seasons than perhaps the rosters would be worthy of and I, I respect that coming from and then what it's done is it's put the Cardinal front office and ownership in a mindset that yeah you just get in and you can go St. Peter's 2022 NCAA tournament
0: yeah it's not always the case but you had the six and five
3: seeds playing for the NLCS last year.
0: Yeah, you sure did. But again, I think those teams are just better on paper than what I think the Cardinals have right now.
3: Well, uh, yeah, I mean, we're not talking about it for 2023 purposes anymore, although I would enjoy it. I'm, right. I'm at this point riding off my wagers. <laughs> yeah, that's what, sometimes what you got to do. But you yeah.
0: look at the 2011 team, like there's like three or maybe four or five Hall of Famers on that team. Who,
3: uh, who are the Hall of Famers?
0: Albert Pujols. Sure. Lance Berkman. That, that one is a, that's a toss up. Adam Wainwright, another toss up. Didn't play. Right, but still on the team. Chris Carpenter, Yadi.
3: Chris Carpenter's not a Hall of Famer.
0: These guys, okay, let me. Let me perennial, like right on the edge. Perennial being, what? You said Hall of Famers. Perennial
3: Hall of Famers who are on Hall of Famers? I mean, what are we saying here? Perennial.
0: I've, perennial I've, what? I've adjusted. Perennial what? Perennial's an adjective. Like they're almost Hall of Famers, like Hall of Famer adjacent.
3: But that's not what you said. Well, I can I, read it back. I have the transcript right here. Mike Ryder does a transcript of our show. Yeah, that's that's a diligent job. Listen, I'm saying that. Okay,
0: I'm changing what I'm saying. Of course, guys you are. who are around Hall because of Famer. it was accurate. but it doesn't matter. Do.
3: <laughs> but this is sports radio. You keep saying it when it's wrong, and just talk louder and over the guy. But yeah, but I'm not really
0: looking to like like bring up Berkman's stats to make him a Hall of Famer. We'll do that yeah, m- tough next week. Time finding
3: the Ben Francisco thing. Well,
0: you you sent me on a wild goose chase to find it. You're just saying names of people. I couldn't I couldn't think not Ben Francisco
3: straight. was the guy who hit the home run. Pinch hitting. Off Jaime Garcia. Yes, and he was in there too long, and La Russa goes, okay, that's it, I'm done leaving these guys in. Is Vinny Castillo a Hall of Famer? I don't believe so. But since you just threw four guys who aren't in the Hall of Fame, I'm starting to think you're seeing different Hall of Famers Albert will be. Yes, but not Carpenter. Well, Yachty. Yachty or Molina will probably be a Hall of Famer. All right. It's a win for me. It is, but you said five Hall of Famers. Then I asked you to name them, and then you named guys who are Hall of Famers. And then you circled back on Vinny Castilla. I mistakenly thought in Francisco a Hall of Famer. Your thoughts three one four three nine 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 six four six. You don't think he is? No,
0: I mistakenly thought Beltran was on the eleven team, and then I was like, oh crap.
3: And you Abort. <laughs> uh, Lisa, and you say she's what a gem. She says Hall of Famer Tony Larusa. So there Bingo. you go. There's That's one. three.
0: All right. Yep. So if I can just crank out one more, is Nick Punto going in
3: anytime soon? He could shred uniforms like the Dickens. Hall of Fame uniform shredder. Yeah. Okay. I'm starting to see your point. Yeah. Mark Sovchinsky. Uh If possible. You know, Veterans Committee. You can uh, give your ideas for Hall of Famers at 314-399-9646. We'll have the Lil Pill's Angry Beaver half and half coming your way in the second half of today's Balloon Party. Driven by Mungadess, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota on 101 ESPN and on YouTube.
2: right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Let's experience the best of both worlds. It's time again for Little Piddles, Half and Half. Presented by the Angry Beaver. A couple of blocks south of Stadium, Mention Piddles for $5 off any pizza.
3: Well, this is it. You're coming off of one of your best and brightest segments. I thought that was really good. I agree. It's a sizzle reel. Sizzle (laughs) reel segment. Resume (laughs) reel. Yeah. Uh, Welcome back, 101 ESPN. This is called Balloon Party. It's on YouTube. We're two hot boys. And you're lucky that we're on for you to see. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. All right. Uh, Angry Beaver, little pills, half and half. What do we got? Here it is. Here's the one that I've been waiting for.
0: I, I was thinking about jettisoning the first question. Maybe just stay true it. to
3: yourself. Always believe in yourself, Peter. You know what? I'll
0: read it and I'll see what the people think. If they think it's a dumb question, then that's fine. It's just hackneyed sports radio. Well, you know, sometimes I do that. Do you think it's a possibility? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> when, when the host starts laughing <laughs> right when the first sentence. All right,
3: Harlan, and I rarely look at this thing before the show, <laughs> breaking <Sure>. news.. <laughs> and I happen to look at it today and I go, oh crap, I better make sure I have stuff today. If this is what the if this is what's leading off the lineup, you know it's like Carpenter getting the ball and he sees that Ty Wigginton gets the start at third. and goes, oh boy, I better have a big day today.
0: Yeah, well, hey, don't bench the contact. <laughs> Sometimes you're going to have to strike some people out and that's what I'm going to do right here. Do you think it's a possibility that we see Mason win up in the major leagues after this trade deadline? I would think that what will happen after the deadline with this team, the front office, we want to put something out there to get the fans somewhat excited. How likely do you think it is and do you think it'll be beneficial
3: for Win's development? Uh, great news. You said the Cardinals weren't in St. Louis in the Sports Center update. Is that accurate? What's that? No, I said they were in St. Oh, Louis. Oh, they were jumping on you about something
0: the I said against Sports Chicago, not in Chicago, against. Okay, This wow. is like the only time they come to Bush Stadium, right? Because we had to play the games in London. That's correct. I actually do enjoy that they played in London. I think that's really cool. So why do you hate St. Louis? I don't. I've lived here for 23 years. No, you went to school at Florida Gulf Coast University. For one, and then I guess you count my years and in college.
3: And what Columbia. did you study
0: down there? Golf management.
3: What, is that now going to be a problem? I have no problem with it. All I right. just have an idea of who will. Yeah. This is why you're the best. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like when I interviewed Pronger, first time I interviewed Pronger in 2000. Out in San Jose, the boys were getting ready to lose to the Sharks. Uh, Roman Turk was going to get beat from out back. Right on the blue line? No, beyond that. Yeah. Red line. And uh, I said, uh, Mike Ricci, delight. I, I'm certain you have no idea who he is, so I won't even ask. But he was on the Sharks at the time. I would I guess Blues. <laughs> I should have let that breathe and let you <laughs> jump on it. And I said, you know, he said this and that. And he goes, Oh, try to stir the pot,
0: eh?
3: So 23 years later, I'm still doing the same damn thing. Anyway, to answer your phenomenal question, Thank- yes. Yeah. All right. Yes, because if they trade some of these guys away, yes. But as Derek Gould continues to point out in his chats, the Cardinals have no reason to start his clock. Now that drives fans up the wall. Because then fans think of money, and they think of the DeWitts, and they think of the money, and then they think that he hoards money. And then it becomes that conversation, which if I tweeted about, I'd get all kinds of likes. Mm -hmm. But I focus on... That mom visiting the White House with that incredible offense from the 2019 LSU team. Get the gag,
1: get, get the gag. That's get exactly get right. Get get.
3: That's essentially my Twitter feed, that and retweeting whatever you tweet from the TMA account. That's what, and balloon party account, I guess, or 101 account, whatever the hell it, the stuff is. Yeah, you're not. That's what it. I do. Yeah. yeah. All over it. <laughs> so to answer your question, yes, I do think that the possibility is there. He is on fire in July. Yeah, he's playing great. And you know who else is playing great in the month of July? Wilson Contreras. It's time for a team like the New York Yankees to say, we could use ourselves a backstop here in the Bronx. (laughs) And they'll say it exactly like that. I might have a party. If the Cardinals were able to unload him,
0: that'd be wonderful. Would it be in your basement? It <laughs> yeah, would, would have to be.
3: It would have to be there on a driving range somewhere, maybe a putting green. Either way, it sounds great. Wilson uh, Canutri- yeah, it'll be real hot.
0: <laughs> Wilson Contreras has been hitting the ball very well as of recent. In the month of July, he's hitting 442. It's great.
3: Stocks skyrocketing
0: with an OPS. It's perfect started- time to buy at the top of the market. Yep. OPS over 1.3. Is this a perfect recipe for him to be moved before Tuesday at 5 p.m.? If not, does it give you any semblance of confidence they can be effective moving forward, or is your concern his availability to play catcher, not
2: his bat?
3: Yeah, it's that. Uh, as far as the perfect recipe, it would have to include the Cardinals, including a prospect of some caliber or a player a, a team may want, like one of the pitchers. And mm-hmm. go, oh, we'll be happy to give you Jack Flaherty. Yeah, a little battery combo. You know? But here's here's the package. Yeah, here's the package deal. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you know, somebody's going to have to take one for the team. Sure. And we're only going to pay ten million dollars of that remaining salary. That, that's that, I think that's how it gets done.
0: So would you be looking at like a big market coastal team for that, like a Dodger
3: or a Yankee or a? I don't think it makes sense for the Dodgers, but the Yankees. The issue is the Yankees are kind of in the spot they're in. Yeah. But, but the Yankees, the Yankees, they, they, never, they never hit the brakes. No, they're they do not. are always going. I'm looking at it right now. They're two and a half back of uh, the wild card, you know? I think they could use a new backstop. So, I mean, they're two and a half back of the Blue Jays. Yes, I think they could use a new backstop. They really could. What if they send Harrison Bader back? Fine, I don't care. <laughs> here, here, here's the thing. This is not anti-Wilson Contreras. Right. At all because he rakes, he plays with passion. I love that. It's the fact that, which is why I didn't like it when they signed him in December, but now it's even worse because now they don't want him playing catcher, that you have dead money. You can't operate a business optimally if you're tied to dead money for a long period of time. And one of the reasons why that will fly under the radar that the Cardinals have been able to have sustained success from the beginning of this millennium Jackson because then it makes it sound like a bigger deal right. if you say this millennium instead of just saying since 2000. Right. It's like if you're making a take on the NFL, what do you do? National Football League. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You betcha. If you're running for office. You Communities. Can- Communities, the education, yeah. families, and then you use your you, like kind of your wrist like this. Yeah. It's falling off. It's you on YouTube, limp. you're being rewarded. but you say the United States of America? Right. That kind. Of, you say United. These United States. America. States of right. America. Absolutely. Yeah. That kind of thing. This kind of manual stimulation with the English language. That kind of crap. Cardinals have not had dead money that became an albatross to their books. They've had bad contracts. Mount Rushmore bad contracts. Go. Matt Carpenter's extension. Wow, I don't know if I would put the because it just because it was I mean, it was dumb. Right. It was it was dumb. It might have been the on the dumb Mount Rushmore. Like, what was the point? I don't know. But Dexter as far Fowler. as an Albatross one, that that's live. Mike Leak. Absolutely live. Andrew Miller. Brett Cecil to me is. Yeah, that's a big one. Uh, Brett Cecil, Mike Leek, Dexter Fowler. Wilson Contreras, and I go back to the Tino Martinez one, and all of these were overreactions to short-term problems. And for whatever reason, they've really enjoyed going to Chicago and and causing these problems with former Cubs. And I don't really have anything against the Chicago Cubs whatsoever. Ah, text in, he doesn't like the Cubs. What, do you like Kansas too? It's just I don't get the overreaction moves. Couldn't get Adam Eaton. Crap, we better get Fowler. Couldn't get Sean Murphy. Crap, we'll overpay for Wilson Contreras. And then you really box yourself into a corner. They get a little pot committed. I don't like emotional business. I like business, sociopathic business. And I think these were emotional moves that have backed him into a corner. And so if you can unload those deals, then it puts you in a better spot to take that money All right? and then go out and get pitching. That's my reasoning. That's my reasoning. So people say, could the Cardinals be in a better spot if they would have gotten Sean Murphy instead of Wilson Contreras? Well, yeah, Sean Murphy would have solved the catching situation, but doesn't solve pitching. Ah! No. No. Here's what would have happened. You use the prospects to get Murphy, and then you would have signed him to extension, I suppose. But then they would have spent dollars on a free agent pitcher. The problem was they didn't allocate... The prospects who are now declining in value ever since then. For sure. And they use the dollars to get Contreras. And now they're at least remotely interested in putting him on the block per Bob Nightingale, whether or not he goes anywhere. I said yesterday, what, twenty, twenty-five percent? But you didn't tend to the pitching. And so you have a wasted year in Adam Wainwright's last year and Paul Goldschmidt's second to last year under contract. And that to me is a mortal baseball business management sin. 1047 in St. Louis. Your thoughts are welcome. 314 399 646 This is Balloon Party on 101 ESPN.
2: We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.
3: Welcome back. This is Balloon Party, driven by Mungan S. St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota. I mean, the show sponsored. The little pedals half and half is sponsored. Look at I us. mean, I guess people know... If they want return on their investment, they go hour long midday show. That is the Huntley of St. Louis radio real estate.
0: Yep. Because these two guys, not only do they know sports, but they know puck. They know puck.
3: They know everything about. Puck. I'm going to distance myself from you and your hockey knowledge. Although today on TMA, Jackson announced uh, that he is throwing his hat in the ring to replace Darren Pang.
0: I just think it's that's Jamie Rivers' music.
3: i ain't scared. I just think it's, ra- uh, just think think it's like where's Rivers? I hope he's here.
0: <laughs> I just think it'd be like. Just good for me to like throw my name out there that I am available. I think I could be an asset.
3: I'll, I'll tell and you so what. So you would leave this show and TMA oh. to be the blues analyst? No, I can still do
0: those two things. And I'd take a sweetheart deal at that, man. you could get me. You're so working.
3: you're letting them know you'll work for less than...
0: Well, you, we just read the story in the Baltimore Sun about the infighting within the Sinclair Corporation. Diamond Sports, right. Yeah, it doesn't
3: sound like they're necessarily looking to spend.
0: Right, so if they're looking to get a budget deal, <laughs> I'm Mr. Budget. You know, I can be I can be wooed for very little. I mean, I'll still need to wet my beak, let's be honest here. Um and I'll have some parameters around Missouri basketball games. But outside of that I'm if John Kelly would resign within the first hour or he'd take some time. I think he would mentor me and I think I could really I could really spread my wings. So yeah, this is kind of like a public
3: application. There is no way the angry beaver is buying stock in Piddles especially after hearing him say on these airwaves that Petro plays for Edmonton. I'm sure the rich kid's parents are spotting the $5 when you mention their little superstar at Angry Beef. Now, hold on. And that comes from Marsh's burner. And you and Marsh like to spend time away from the office together. So that is an insinuation. You make it sound like we go motorcycle biking in Vermont (laughs) together. No, Now, that was a Sopranos reference. I caught it. I liked it. Johnny Cakes, well played. But, but... What this, because you could sue for, you could sue for libel here and yeah. I would recommend it. Right. I recommend I'm such a sweetheart counsel. deal from the Blues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that Marcia's burner suggesting that, that the angry beaver gets an invoice right. or your parents get an invoice from the angry beaver at the end of the month and all of the people who said piddles and they get $5 off their pizza, then your parents got a check. I mean, that's what, that's exactly what that text is saying. That's damning, boy.
0: It's so damning because it's not true. <laughs> and My parents often spend... That would be... I mean, Angry Beaver could talk about wetting their beak. They could say a lot of people said piddles really squeeze my parents out of them some money, but that's not the case. Angry Beaver loves what I do loves what we do let's
3: be honest here we're a team yeah thank you Uh, here's a question this was sent in the TMA text line I thought it was the uh, balloon party one although there's a very clear difference (laughs) Uh, Jackson would you rather go to a Stanley Cup game 7 or courtside at an NBA Summer League game now this is this is important considering you're now throwing your hat into the ring to replace Darren Pang and from my standpoint undercutting Jamie Rivers and I hope he walks in here Uh, the question was blue Stanley Cup uh, no, the question is, Jackson, would you rather go to a Stanley Cup Game Seven or courtside at an NBA Summer League game? So
0: not a blue Stanley Cup game. Uh, I can already see where this is going because then the answer is so easy. It's courtside at a, <laughs> at a Summer League game. Do you know, like, there's some really great players <laughs> who play. I would get to see Victor Webin-Yama in the two games he played up close like that. Well, sitting courtside's a dream of mine. But it's a Summer League game, and this is Game Seven of the Stanley Cup Final. Summer League, still, still hoop rock. Still elite athletes, and I get to see them from five feet away? Yeah. Sorry. And also, it doesn't say where my seats are at this Stanley Cup game. I could be in the rafters. That's no fun.
3: So, yeah. Hire me, Bally's. Good morning. For the past three months, I changed the station from 10 to 11. Today I'm listening in case of breaking Cardinals trade news. Oh, well. Never thought the show could get any more annoying, and yet you've proven me wrong. That's from the three and four. Are we giving away tickets? Yeah.
0: Well, we already gave it away to that
1: guy.
3: Said I'm a corporate shill. Um, sorry about that Uh, speaking of endearing uh, quotes uh, Sean Payton interviewed today regarding uh, taking over for Nathaniel Hackett in Denver how many people knew if I would have polled let's just say this audience which is obviously made up of sports fans who coached the Denver Broncos in 2022 how many people percentage wise would have been able to say Nathaniel Hackett and he was whacked pretty early in so you could have gone with us.
0: really great play calling schemes Uh, 25% I think that's high. Really? No, I think that's low.
3: Really? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it was such a brief stay. Anyway, Sean Payton interviewed about the situation. Everything I heard about last season, we're doing the opposite. It might have been one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of Damn. the NFL. That's how bad it was. My God. Damn.
0: Well, he did let Russ do high knees on the plane over to London, much to the dismay of his... And, like, Russ had his own office. It was a really weird situation going on in Denver last
3: year. So Sean Payton not pulling any punches when it comes to uh, the Broncos and also said, I'll be really pissed off if we're not a playoff team. So, I don't know. He was loaded for bear in this interview People
0: are really high on the Broncos and, like, yes, I know they had a coaching change and we're kind of getting in the weeds here, but, like... Russell Wilson still isn't the same. Like he can't scramble anymore, so he's kind of use. Uh, listen, I don't know. What just happened there? I just I'm not buying it. I'm not buying into you were, the, you were you were in the midst of giving an opinion, and then you just kind of like listen. I'm not. I'm not. Buying, I'm not buying into the Broncos, and I'm not buying into the Lions.
3: Okay, but you are buying into the black and gold, occasionally anthracite that is the fighting Missouri Tigers and the win total of six and a half.
0: Yep, the over, over. on that. I'm on that, I Absolutely. am. Absolutely, and I'm on the Bears. You get good odds for the Bears to win the NFC North.
3: Okay. Who's so, the favorite, I assume, the Viking. The Lions are the favorite. Oh, that's right. The yeah. Dan Campbell phenomenon. I'm telling Hard you, Knocks phenomenon. Sell it. Sell it short. All right, there it is. Jackson's giving people ways to make money, and you can make $5.00. I thought Angry Beaver was bankrolling this. We have just received a text, though, from Marsha's Burner that insinuates otherwise. Counsel will be...
0: Yeah, they're, they're going to hear from counsel. And if they think I don't have good counsel, you're about to learn.
3: Jackson uh, will be suing uh, if you said that. So uh, either way, $5. You mentioned piddles. You get $5 off a uh, pizza at Angry Beaver. BK and Ferrario are coming up next. For Action Jackson, I'm Tim McCartney, This has been Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. Driven by Mung and S. St. Louis Accur in Alton Toyota.